Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. And welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where every week I help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. Now, that might be the mission of the nonprofit that you're working at, or if you're a freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant, the many different missions you serve with the nonprofits you work with. All right, so today I have an excellent show for you, and we are really going to be talking about pricing and we're going to be talking about it from the viewpoint of a freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant. How do you identify your pricing? And one thing I'm really going to throw into in here is not just looking at traditional pricing but looking at value-based pricing. So if you are thinking about becoming a freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant or you already are one, This is an excellent episode for you because it's one of the biggest questions I get from freelance grant writers and nonprofit consultants is, and any entrepreneur, honestly, is how do I figure out my pricing, right? And this is one that I struggled with for years and it's a complete evolution always, right? It's always something to be working on. Your prices never stay stagnant, they never should. So it's something to always come back to again and again. Um, And I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of research. I've worked with coaches. This is one of those things that get people um, unstuck is when they really figure out and are confident in their pricing. Now, don't tune out if you're working in a nonprofit. If you say, yeah, but I get a salary or I give a salary, right? Maybe you're an executive director because you may consider to work with or hire a freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant. And it's important for you to understand how they figure out their pricing or strategy that I'm going to discuss today and how they can figure out their pricing. This is really important for you to listen to. So, and in the future, you never know. Retirement plans for non- people in nonprofits or side hustles, great way, you guys, to be a freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant. Um, definitely a nice way for you to set up something if you want to keep working but not be full time in the future. This is something for you to maybe transition into like some of the people in my mentorship program. So just as a side note, one more week before the 2023 Grant Professional Mentorship closes. So if you guys have been following along or if you're a subscriber, you know I've been explaining and breaking down the entire program. So it's for you if you are thinking about becoming a freelance grant writer or you already are one, definitely join the 2023 Grant Professional Mentorship, which is an annual mentorship program. We meet twice a month live on Zoom. It is a very scheduled program where we have a accountability calls, we have hot seat workshops, we have master classes, we have a book club, we have everything very well structured out where you get a lot of time to actually share things with other grant writers and this will change your business. We work a lot on mindset, we work on overcoming imposter syndrome, and then we work on the brass tacks of how to actually roll out a successful business model. So 
you can actually get ideal clients who aren't asking for discounts all the time, who aren't asking you to work pro bono all the time, but you can actually fund a successful business and really get confident in your pricing, get confident in your proposals, get confident in your grant writing skills, because I also, for all the mentorship program, for all the mentees in the mentorship program, I'm this year, I'm super excited about this, I'm going to review any grants that you want me to review before you send them to your clients. This will help you with your confidence. It's amazing. So definitely check out grantwritingandfunding.com for more information on the 2023 Grant Professional Mentorship. The doors do close January 8th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. So you will definitely want to join before then. We already have people coming into the cohort. They are amazing. You are going to be in good hands, definitely. And you're going to have so much support in your business. It's going to be amazing. It is going to change your life. 2023 is your year. So definitely jump in. So if you like what I'm talking about today, we really go in depth today and I give customized reviews on your pricing strategy. So you can get some feedback, you can get some personalization to it. Um, I definitely don't, I, I'm giving you a model, but really to understand your specific pricing, it, we're gonna talk about that a little bit today and then we're gonna go more into depth under that in the mentorship so you could get yours reviewed. All right, so for more information for today's show notes as well, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 252. All right, so let's get into pricing. Pricing is such, I, I love talking about it because a lot of people don't like talking about money, right? And here's the thing, if you're running a business, you gotta understand money, you've gotta talk about it. But the reason why a lot of people don't like to talk about money is because there's a real emotional attachment to money, right? So either some people wanna turn and run away when they're talking about money, or if you do like talking about money, some people think it's a negative thing, it's the love of money or whatever, but there's a love story with money and it's not a negative one, right? What are grants really? Money, right? So if we're working on, this is our business, is actually getting money for nonprofits, but we're uncomfortable to talk about it, that can feel really icky, right? And, and maybe you're not gonna deliver 100% of your services if you don't feel completely valued, right? If you're not getting paid 100% of what you ask for. If, you're at, if people are asking you for discounts and all of that, right? So let's go ahead and dig into it. And we're gonna be looking at traditional pricing versus value-based pricing because there's a lot of questions about value-based pricing. So here's the thing, traditional pricing a lot of time is just looking at the price of production or your competitor's price, what they charge, and that's the traditional price. Another way to look at traditional pricing is basically adding up all of your expenses and then saying, okay, maybe slapping a little bit of profit on it and saying, here's my price. So yes, we definitely want to know what our competitors are charging. We also definitely need to know what our expenses are. There are a few other things to, that we must add to look at value-based pricing. So if we look at traditional pricing, once again, price of production, right? Taking up all of your expenses, adding a little bit of profit, making sure it's not higher than your competitor's price, that's traditional pricing. 
But if we look at value-based pricing, because we're hearing this buzzword a lot more and more these days, which is a good thing. Value-based pricing is also bringing in the perceived value of the service or good, in this case, grant writing. Additionally, value-based pricing takes into account your experience, the amount of grants you have secured, the types of grants you have secured, and so much more. But really, if you think about the value of the price, then we would look at what is that perceived value. So if you consider how much stress does me writing grants for an executive director so they don't have to write grants anymore, how much stress does that take off of them? A lot, right? How many nights did they not have to work now on writing grants if they hire me to write their grants? How much opportunity time does that allow them to run the nonprofit if they're not focused on grant writing? Because I'm doing it, right? So we're looking at what is that value? Is there a price tag you can put on that? Yes, there is, <laughs> okay? That value is huge. So we can't just look at all of our expenses, what our competitors charge, and then slap a price on that. We have to really consider what value am I bringing to the table? If I'm bringing in millions of dollars for that nonprofit every single year, if I'm allowing them to be executive director and focus on their job and running the vision of the nonprofit, if I'm taking all of that off of their plate, is there more value in that besides just my expenses? Absolutely. So let's really get into this. A lot of times we've talked about competitor rate, right? What is your competitor charging? What are other grant writers charging? What other professionals charging? This is definitely important to consider. And yeah, sure, Google it, look around. The problem is that you may Google it and look around and come across things like, oh, grant writer in Boise, Idaho, for example, right? What are, the, what are they, what is the regular rate for them? And that might come up to a number. The thing is, it might not be a freelance grant writer. They might just be saying, what is the cost of a grant writer employee? But it's not that clear, just as grant writer. Now, the cost between salary individual grant writer and freelance grant writer should be wildly different. And here's the reason why. As an employee, your employer, the nonprofit, so if I'm an employee to freelance grant writer, that means I'm an employee of the nonprofit, um, I'm hired by them, etc. They're also going to be paying part of my FICA, my taxes, right? They're also potentially going to be paying health insurance, hopefully, right? They're going to be paying other types of fringe benefits, maybe even my retirement. And that's just starting. Hang out with me for a second. They're also paying for my office space, my computer, my software, my phone line, going to conferences, and any other types of training. They're paying a lot, right? So if I'm getting paid $35 an hour as a salaried grant writer, I can't then as a freelance grant writer say, oh, okay, they're getting paid $35 an hour. So as a freelance grant writer, I should charge $35 an hour because that's a going rate. No, that is the going rate for an employee because there are a lot more costs that the nonprofit is actually paying for. So $35 an hour as a salaried position is actually a lot more than $35 an hour, okay? Now here's the other thing with that. As an employee, right, that salaried grant writer, the nonprofit executive director, 
also has an additional burden of keeping money consistently going into the program to keep that person on payroll, right? So they're thinking the long-term costs. There are a lot of long-term costs associated with it. Also, as an employee, you know you're not just writing grants as a grant writer. So most, most people in nonprofits, right, they're maybe, even if they are hired as a grant writer, they also do other things, attend other types of meetings, maybe run some events and grant, grant management potentially, and they're doing a lot of other things besides writing the grants. And in most cases, they're actually not, the grant writer is not their title. They're usually a program coordinator or a director and grant writing is thrown on their lap. So it's not a priority. That brings me to say your price as a freelance grant writer and as an employee should be wildly different because as a freelancer, that nonprofit may only be hiring you just to write grants, right? That's all you're doing. So your expertise level is probably a lot higher than maybe a program coordinator that has grant writing dumped on their lap. Also, that's all you're doing. So it's a very specific, it's a very specific task. And they're not hiring you forever and ever and ever. When they hire you, it's usually for a certain duration of time, six months, a year, something like that. So they can really budget for you. And unlike the employee, you're paying your own taxes, your own computer, your own business costs, your own retirement, your own health insurance, and all the other things. So your price as per hourly rate very different, okay? So I want just at least us to start with that. When you're doing your market research to figure out your value-based pricing, don't just jump into it and say, okay, this is what other grant writers charge, I'm gonna charge $35 an hour too, because you will go out of business, okay? You have to pay for your other things. So that brings me to point number two. So maybe you found some information that talks about, here's what freelance grant writers are charging on average, or professionals. That is really important to consider, and that would be more of your market research. So there you're gonna find probably on average $75 to $150 an hour based on where you're located, et cetera, and your experience and all of that, right? And that's where more of that value-based pricing comes in is when you can pull in, well, I've been writing grants for X number of years, I've secured this many grants, or I've secured these types of grants, and that's what your nonprofit wants me to write. So this is where you can pull in, you can start charging more because of your experience, your expertise in grant writing. And that's when you do the market research on freelance grant writing and you're seeing some of those costs, at least you can have a ballpark figure. But once again, we have to think about you. So that brings me to my next point, number three, is we do have to consider expenses. So I do want you to think about that in traditional pricing, we had, let's look at our expenses, let's look at competitors. So yeah, we're doing some of that in value-based pricing as well. We do want to consider what are your expenses. So things that you really want to consider in here are retirement, health insurance, taxes, computer costs, all of your business costs, your website, any type of marketing you do, conferences you go to, programs you invest in, any other types of fringe benefits, right? If you are hire, if you hire anyone, do a VA, all of your cost, your the cost of your office, all of those things, right, need to be considered into your amount. One thing I also want you to consider is what type of profit do you want to be making, 
right? So we really want to consider all of this into at least coming out with a base rate. Now, the fourth thing I want to bring to you, and this is really where it becomes more value-based pricing, is when you start considering the value that you offer as a grant writer that may not be completely tangible. And what I'm talking about is the opportunity cost now that the nonprofit executive director is able to now focus on their nonprofit because you're writing grants. The nonprofit executive director is now able to not work nights because you're writing grants. Right? So really start to consider what is that perceived value that may not necessarily have a price tag associated with it, but that is really clear on, wow, I am delivering something that is really valuable. If I'm able to get them a grant for $2 million or $100,000 a year, and they're able to meet their mission and meet their community and meet their donors' expectations, what is that value, right? So really start to consider what is the value that I am offering when I am able to get money to change communities, to employ people, to do all of the things that really have, you know, meet the vision of both the funding source and the nonprofit. What is that value? And when you really start thinking about your price in those terms, what this will really help you understand is the value that you have and it will build your confidence. So here's the thing, when people come, you know, maybe you have nonprofits that are asking for discounts and by all means, if you feel confident in offering certain discounts once in a while, if you're serving on a board and maybe you wanna write one pro bono grant per year for that board, um, those types of things, by all means, go for it. But to offer everyone discounts all of the time and to really know what your real rate should be, right? When we're looking at all of these different considerations that go into pricing and then to consider, oh no, that's actually, I, I can't do that, right? But you're still giving discounts, that's not good. So when we really start to think about value-based pricing, what is my experience that I bring to the table? How many grants have I won, right? How much money have I been able to secure overall? What have I really been able to do? That is huge. And that's gonna help you not give those deep discounts continually, or even just to change the conversation and the narrative completely. Listen, a lot of freelance grant writers just don't believe in giving any type of discounts. They believe that their price is their price. So unless you price way over, so your discount is your real price, don't give discounts. The last thing I really want you to consider when you're looking at value-based pricing then is how much time do you want to work to meet your goal price, right? Once you figure out, okay, these are all my expenses, this is my profit, this is the value I bring, this is the experience I have, this is my rate. How many hours do you really wanna work? How much time? So I'm not saying you have to, we're not even talking about hourly versus service pricing right now, we're just talking about value-based pricing. That's a whole nother conversation that we have in the mentorship. So once you really consider, well, how much time do I really wanna work? then you can really understand your pricing because then you know, well, how many clients you would take on, all of that. So that's another thing I really want you to consider is when I first started my freelance grant writing business, 
what was my goal for my schedule, right? Was it to work? And that's going to be extremely different for each person, right? And this is why I can't just give you a cookie cutter. Yes, I can give you a formula, but then it's really to go in depth and to sit with you and say, well, what is your goal though? For some people it is, it is to hustle because they want to make some serious money because they need, you know, they want to pay off their house. They want to have their retirement. They want to retire early. They want to have certain things. Maybe they have, you know, multiple kids and they're all going to Ivy League. Like They've got to do certain things and, and that's what their goal is. For many other people, it might be retiring and having a part-time income. And the thing is, is that they don't necessarily need to make all of these clients if they're not giving all of these discounts and work so many hours, right? So we can still have our rate be our rate and only take on one or two clients, but still have money coming in the door. That's good, right? So what is your goal? That's really what you need to consider when you're looking at your pricing as well. What is my goal for my business in the amount of time I want to put in it with billable hours because 100% of your time will not be billable, right? So we really want to understand what that is. So when you take all of these things into consideration, some market research, we're looking at what are freelance, not just grant writers, what are freelance grant writers charging in other types of professionals. You can look at lawyers, you can look at other type of professionals because you are definitely in those categories as well. And then we look at what are my expenses? What are really my costs? And then we're gonna look at what is my experience? What else do I bring to the table? And what is my profit? Then we're gonna go on to say, what is the real value I bring to the table? right? When, when executive directors are able to focus on being executive directors, what is the value to that? And then we pull back and we say, how much time do I want to work in billable hours to meet my goal? What is my goal? And when you look at all of those different considerations, that's really when you can come up with your value-based pricing. And that's why it's so different than just a traditional price because we can't just say expenses and competitors price and then go off of it like that. And to say, okay, I guess that's just what I'm gonna get paid. No, you are professionals, freelance grant writers, and nonprofit consultants do specific work that is so valuable, and you do have your own cost associated with that. So for you to be able to really show up fresh and to do your job and to do it 110%, you do need to get paid well. That's why value-based pricing is so important to also consider what you need to have in, as an individual and what value you really bring to the table for nonprofits. So I hope that really helped you get your head wrapped around what value-based pricing is today and to really sit down as we go into our new year and to think about what is my price and all of these considerations, right? So for more on this, you can definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 252. And if you loved what I talked about today in value-based pricing and it really resonated with you, do join the Grant Professional Mentorship because we go way into more depth and I work with you on helping you develop your value-based pricing. All right, well, happy new year to you all and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. And if you are not a subscriber, please do subscribe. And if you love today's episode, please leave a review on your podcast player as that does help other people find the grant writing and funding podcast.
us. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you guys for being change makers in the world. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.